Leaders are arriving at the G20 summit, which is just getting underway now in Delhi in India. The G20 group consists of 19 of the world's wealthiest economies and the European Union. It accounts for 85% of global economic output and two-thirds of its population. It's a key forum for international issues, but there are deep divisions over some of these. For example, the war in Ukraine. One of the first leaders to arrive has been the British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, whose Indian heritage will attract extra attention. The BBC's South Asia correspondent uh, Samira Hussein joins us now then from Delhi. Samira, so uh, the very eagerly awaited of Rishi Sunak, the British PM, has happened. Yes, he has arrived just a little while ago, and when he arrived, he was greeted with dancers. There was, of course, the British High Commissioner that was there to greet him, along with other Indian dignitaries, including the Minister of State. Now, before Mr. Sunak got onto the plane, he did tweet that he's heading to the G20 summit and made it very clear what his three priorities are, stabilizing the global economy, building international relationships, and supporting the most vulnerable. But what he also mentioned was the fact that prime that that Russia's leader is not going to be here and that is and he reiterated the fact that they're going to be showing strong support for Ukraine and of course he will that may work against his agenda with India which is to set up a trade deal because India has been reluctant to show uh, full support for Ukraine Absolutely. And I think there's a few threads that are happening here with regards to uh, the UK and with uh, India. Of course, when the two leaders meet uh, tomorrow, there will, they will certainly be talking about the trade deal. Uh, remember, of course, that the two, si two sides were hoping to eke out a trade deal before the G20 summit, but that didn't happen. So that's certainly going to be part of the discussions uh, during the bilateral meeting between Prime Minister Modi and Prime Minister Sunak tomorrow. Of course, the other part of it is how to have a joint statement condemning Russia's actions in Ukraine. Of course, there are some G20 members that have been reluctant, India being one of them. There are real, there's a real push here by the Indian government to try and eke out some sort of joint statement. And there are rumors that the language with, reg with regards to the Ukraine war may be softening. But as of yet, that's still rumors. So clearly there's uh, the, the absence of uh, representation from China and Russia means that from, uh, and particularly China in this context, uh, although the Premier is, is due to arrive, it, it suggests that it really takes some of the energy, some of the momentum uh, away from this because China's economy is so important. Yes, no, it, and that's absolutely true. And I think that was sort of the feeling, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, Russia's President Vladimir Putin not attending. Of course, there are other issues there. The um, his arrest warrant, warrant issued by the International Criminal Court. So there were some concerns with regards to him uh, coming here, although they did say that his schedule is frankly too busy. For with President Xi not coming as well, remember that relations between India and China right now are fraught. 
hot. They have been getting uh, quite testy over the last few years. And just recently, there was a diplomatic incident in which the uh, Chinese government released a new map and put part of the uh, part of Indian territory as and included it as part of China. Uh, that is being seen by some people as the reason for the snub, the strong diplomatic reaction from India as to why China isn't going to be appearing here. Samir Hussain, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Sue Hassini, header, the diplomatic correspondent of the Hindu, says that the big question in front of the global leaders assembling in Delhi is how to find common ground. Um, well, absolutely, as the leaders do start arriving and we're expecting uh, Prime Minister uh, of the UK, Rishi Sunak, in India shortly. We're expecting US President Biden uh, here later this evening and all about 16 of the 20 leaders will be here. Uh, the big question on everyone's mind really will be, can they forge a joint declaration, which is right now at an impasse over Ukraine? The Sherpas have tried. It's now the leader's turn uh, to try, as they did in Indonesia, to find some language they can all be comfortable with. And we have to bear in mind that this is taking place in that context in India, which is itself, one could argue, sitting on the fence. Well, certainly. But, you know, there have been things that India has 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 tried to do over the last year. Uh, one of the uh, uh, one of the, uh, the sort of priorities for India, the Sherpas have been saying, is to ensure that the Ukraine war doesn't take over the entire center stage of the G20. So, you know, the pitch for the global south. Uh, to look at development issues, the pitch for the African Union's membership. Uh, these are all uh, new initiatives by the Indian government to try and say, look, the G20 is an economic platform. We don't want it overrun by this geopolitical issue. Um, however, in the Sherpa meetings, we've seen very little common ground between the two sides. Uh, and remember, Indonesian President Joko Widodo actually travels to Moscow and to Kiev to try and convince the two sides uh, the, of the need for the G20 uh, to come to some kind of an arrangement. Uh, he also invited uh, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, uh, to address the G20 at one point. Um, the, uh, so far, India has not agreed to President Zelensky's request to be represented or to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, appear virtually at the Indian uh, summit. Uh, and neither has Prime Minister Modi made an effort to go to either Moscow or to Kiev. Uh, instead, holding the position that India's position is for diplomacy and dialogue. That's what we want to see here. We want everyone to move towards that middle ground. Uh, it's, a, it's a tricky tightrope, uh, but uh, it's one that India has been trying to run for the last year. Let's turn to trade, all important, particularly at the moment, given the global downturn and inflation worries and so on. Rishi Sunak would very much like to strike a deal with India, but so far, that ambition has proved elusive. Well, that's absolutely right. And it's not just Rishi Sunak. Before him, um, we've seen the FTA negotiations lurch really uh, from uh, what looked like near success uh, to not coming through, even under Prime Minister Liz Truss's time uh, a year ago. In fact, they seem to be just on the brink of announcing it uh, when the trust government had its own domestic issues. Now what we're hearing is much more that both sides have taken a more considered position 
on what kind of a, an agreement they want. And of course, the big sticking points are the Indian desire for much more leniency when it comes to services, to visas, to immigration, the British desire for more tariff, uh, 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 tariffs removed and for access, trade access to a number of Indian uh, areas. Um, but what we're hearing more and more is that that deal will not be done until both sides are completely satisfied. So they're not going to paper over the cracks and announce something. Uh, Prime Minister Sunak, in an interview to an Indian uh, news agency a few days ago, said we're still some way away. So I presume that means that barring any kind of a breakthrough when the two men get into a room, and I understand they are going to meet on Saturday for a bilateral meeting, uh, barring a breakthrough in that meeting, uh, it looks like the FTA will be a little way away. And I should add, there are others in the queue watching the UK-India FTA. So if that so, goes through, Australia is looking uh, to go ahead as well, so and Canada seen? is also in that. Sahasini Hedda there uh, joining us from Delhi earlier on the G20 summit.